Community is important to everyone, no matter where you live across the great state of Minnesota. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is an engaged and socially responsible cooperative that values the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Affinity Plus works hard to give back in a variety of ways, both through financial advice and products, and also through volunteering, sponsorships, and charitable giving. Members know and trust that as a credit union, a local not-for-profit financial cooperative, Affinity Plus has their best interests at heart. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter and see for yourself how Affinity Plus is different. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today, our guest is Baxter City Administrator Brad Shapoulis. Brad, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank, thank you, Ken. Thank you, Tess. It's great to be here. Yeah, summer is flying by, uh, and uh, because we're right in the middle of it here, we know where the road construction is. <laughs> Bring us yeah. up to speed on had, Cypress Drive here. I had to take will. the detour to get here. So. Yeah. <laughs> Feel our pain. No, Cypress Drive is moving along uh, pretty nicely. Uh, we are planning or we're getting to the final stages of the project and hopefully get the last layer of bituminous on and do some work around the edges and hopefully be have the road open mid-August. We do have a ribbon cutting ceremony that is scheduled for August 7th at 1030 a.m. at the intersection of Cypress and Industrial Park Boulevard Mm. uh, where we have a temporary construction yard uh, so where you see the trailers (laughs) and things of that nature. Uh, We are going to do a ribbon cutting event. We're going to have all of the uh, people who have participated or have been partners with us uh, through this project to give a little bit celebratory uh, event uh, uh, thank everybody for their involvement, may it be financially or, or uh, so just general support of the project. And, and um, again, celebrate this, mo- this uh, momentous oh, it e- will, occasion. It will uh, be as, momentous, I'll tell you what. <laughs> once it opens, we'll have a parallel corridor along 371. That will allow the local traffic to not have to use 371 to access businesses on the east side of 371. So. We're really excited and and can't wait for that uh, roadway to open up. Okay. And even though we have, you know, the ribbon cutting scheduled and things are on time, (laughs) I know Mother Nature is always a factor. So if we were to get a particularly rainy stretch, this might set it back a little? It may set it back. And if Mother Nature cooperates and we can get uh, ahead of schedule, it may even open up before the ribbon cutting. Okay. Come on, Mother Nature. Work with us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's real cooperative. (laughs) Yeah, lately. (laughs) Ask the snowplow drivers how that's working out for him. <laughs> All right. Oh, goodness. That's kind of the biggest construction, road construction project in the city so far? Or, uh, or do you have some other big ones that are going on? We've got some that um, that are going on that affect local traffic. Sure. Uh, Memory Wood project, well, we're doing some uh, water repairs right now, but that is a, a full depth reclamation project. So over the next few months, we'll be working on that. The one bigger project that most people will see that we have a tight timeline on uh, is the um, Knollwood Drive improvements in front of the middle school as part of the um, project that the school district approved with the middle school and the elementary school that's going to be built directly to the east. Right. Um, there are several um, street and infrastructure improvements that need to be done in conjunction with that. And so uh, the last council meeting, the council did award a contract uh, to do that infrastructure improvements. And uh, several of those improvements do have timelines in order to be done in for completion 
prior to the school year so that we don't have detours in regards mm-hmm. to people getting to the school site. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of construction activity that will be down there. Um, improvements will be done on Nowood Drive, Mapleton. We'll be uh, constructing the new road, Jasper Wood, that will lead up into the new elementary school. So all those activities will start up here uh, mid-July and will continue to go forth throughout the fall. But the primary improvements uh, that you'll see immediately will be on Nolwood Drive. Very good. Okay. Well, not only road construction, but there's some things going up up the road here from the station along 371. (laughs) There are. uh, There's a lot of construction activity. Uh, It's another busy season Mm -hmm. uh, for our community development department as well as our public works. Uh, We do have several projects that are in the works or under construction. Uh, One, and I know Tess is is sitting on the edge of her seat waiting for the announcement on this one. Uh, (laughs) The newspaper did uh, have notification of this in its newspaper on Sunday, I believe. Uh, The strip mall that is being built, uh, the addition that's being built in front of Gander Mountain, uh, does have some tenants that were outlined in the billing permit that was issued for the shell, uh, that being Chipotle and Five Guys. <laughs> you know, typically with strip malls, uh, the city usually <laughs> receives a a permit for the shell as the developer is negotiating with its tenants. And after those leases have been executed, we get um, the leasehold improvements, and we we do have that for Chipotle. We're waiting on that for Five Guys. But if you drive past mm-hmm. the site, uh, you'll see an elevate building elevation that does illustrate the Five Guys and Chipotle. Uh, um, logos. Sure. So. so Five Guys is kind of a, I mean, most people know Chipotle is a Mexican style mm-hmm. restaurant, American Mexican restaurant, but um, Five Guys is a burger joint, right? It's a burger. A really good burger. Really <laughs> fast and and very good burger joint. Mm-hmm. Mm. Exciting. Yes. New stuff. We like yeah. that. And uh, the rest of the space, do we know anything about that guy? No. Uh, there's a space in between that uh, was originally designed for one, but could be split into two tenants. Uh, so we just have, at this point in time, just have the permit for the shell. Okay. All right. Very if good. anybody wants in there, call the city. <laughs> <laughs> uh, call the developer. Call the developer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Retail, yeah. retail partners, their, <laughs> their right. phone number is yeah. right there on the construction side. Right. right. I forget how this all works. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited about Chipotle. I can't. Yeah. I'm going to. And one thing you know, whoever moves in there will have an easy walk to lunch. Yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and other projects that are going on. Uh, the city council uh, last month had approved a 40-unit affordable housing project known as White Oak Estates. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be constructed on, on Grand Oaks Drive. Uh, the developer on that is Central Lakes, or not Central Lake, Central Minnesota Housing Partnership. It's a nonprofit organization that does a lot of affordable housing in mm-hmm. the central part of the state. We're really excited about that. Uh, that will start construction hopefully um, in in the fall. Uh, with that... Uh, we, You know, Brad, uh, if I can, we always yeah. hear c- cities always are looking for that affordable housing, aren't mm-hmm. they? Are, are there certain state guidelines or mandates that require a certain amount of affordable housing? Or, or is this just up to the uh, if you will, developers to uh, to to place those where they want. Yeah, it's it's developer driven. There are no state requirements in Greater Minnesota that require a local unit of government to have a certain percentage of rental housing or housing units to be that. But for the city of Baxter, we want to be a city of inclusiveness, and we want to make sure that there's opportunities for individuals of all incomes and. Uh, this obviously hits that market. Mm-hmm. Uh, should be noted that we try and, and stay on top of, of the the market itself. Right now, the 
um, Crow Wing County HRA is conducting a housing study mm. that is to show the housing needs of all the communities within Crow Wing County, which is exciting. Yes. Uh, that is expected to be completed here at the end of the year. So we'll have oh, wow. up-to-date data as to what the housing needs are, not only for cities, but also for the use of developers. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so we can continue to try and meet the demands and needs of, of the community. So we're really excited about that. Very good. All right. I interrupted because you were nope. talking about that, but yeah. go ahead. There are other construction projects? Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot going on, and uh, some things that you can see and some things that are, are still in the in the stages of design and things of that nature. But the city is really excited about um, all of them, but in particular the what's known as the Eco Market. This is just south of of Baxter Village, and there by Jack Pine Brewery, in front of Jack Pine Brewery. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there's that space between WSB uh, engineering offices and uh, Cross Grow Fit and mm-hmm. things, uh, the, the tenants in that uh, strip mall. Uh, this is being proposed uh, to, as a, a another strip mall. Uh, so inclu- the proposal that had been approved by the council con- includes the construction of a uh, 14,600 square foot building that will include Edgewood Dental, which is a renting uh-huh. space in the Grizzly Center, a dental lab, a bakery, and then space for two additional tenants um, that are currently uh, unknown at this point in time. Wow. But what's really exciting about this project is, is that they are working towards y- using a lot of green uh, construction uh, materials. materials and ah, methods cool. uh, to be eco-friendly, thus the name EcoMart and Market. Oh. And so, so we're really excited about that and, and um, looking forward to that starting construction yet this year. Awesome. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the other things that are going on is, is uh, the former Sears building has, has been purchased. Really? And uh, will be the new home for Abra Auto. Uh, they're currently okay. doing some remodeling work and received the approvals from the city to be able to establish the auto repair business at that location. Mm. I drive by there in the morning, the lights are always on, but no one's home, so this will be nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's uh, good. Another auto repair business is, is moving into what was known as the former Life Cycle building. Uh, uh, Life Cycle, the bicycle business that was just uh, north of uh, Black Bear there yeah. on, on, yep. on Edgewood. Um, they had the bike shop moved to downtown Brainerd okay. and left that space open. And uh, a new auto uh, repair and tire repair business will be opening up there shortly. They received approval back in June for uh, to locate that business there. So they're doing some repair work going on. And then the final one that I want to talk about is is one that everybody sees as they drive down 371. They see all the pods mm-hmm. that are in front of Target. Uh, Target is in the middle of a of a remodeling interior remodel job, uh, but one thing that you will see from the exterior is a pickup uh, aisle. Yep. <laughs> uh, similar to what Walmart is doing uh, with themselves uh, on the edge of their building mm-hmm. and dedicating pickup lanes. And so, under the same concept, you can order your products via while the, you're sitting here working via the <laughs> internet via an app and. And uh, select a pickup time, and it's ready to, for you to pick up at, at that drive-through yeah, lane. Drive-thru lane. Yep. Neat. Just adapting to the needs of the shoppers. It's yeah. the way we want to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, also an event to talk about, Brad. Uh, it's an annual event that's been going on for a while now. Yes. It's a little bit early, but I do know the next time that I'm here is going to be after 
the Night to Unite uh, takes place. So I just want to give a plug to Night to Unite, which is scheduled for August 6th from 5 to 7 p.m. in Oscar Christofferson Park in Baxter. Uh, Officer Carroll and the rest of the police department do a great job in putting a class act event on every year uh, as an opportunity for everybody to get out and and come together uh, really come together and and just be uh accessible to you know police accessible staff Mm -hmm. accessible council accept uh, um available for just to have a conversation without having an agenda or yeah a topic Mm -hmm. to be discussed to know your neighbors and your leaders exactly it's it's a great event and uh, i know that there'll be more information that'll be coming out uh, via the police department so i would just encourage the public to keep on looking at the city's website as well as the police department's Facebook page to keep up on uh, the the activities that are being planned for that day. Okay, August sixth, Tuesday night, night to unite, Oscar Christofferson Park. What time does yeah. that run? Do you know? From five to seven. Five to seven. Okay, oh. we'll mark our calendars. Very good. Brad, thank you so much for being here today to talk about all the uh, things going on in Baxter. We truly appreciate it. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Tess. Thank you. All right. Our (laughs) guest today, Baxter City Administrator Brad Shapoulis. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, you can listen to Community Focus anytime online at 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you in part by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union.